Hello there, Padawan learners, Jedi Masters, and lore legends. Welcome to the Vindu Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. Welcome everyone to episode 10 of the Bendu Podcast, where we seek balance in the force. We got our bros with it. We got a full crew tonight. We got all the bros. We got Nate. We got Crawler. We got N64 Josh. What up, guys? What's up? What up? What up? You, you clipped out for a second there, Josh. You did. <laughs> your, noise, your noise gate was like, <laughs> he was too excited. What up? What up? How's Ray's mom? <laughs> so, Nate, how you been, man? Pretty good. How about you guys? Yeah, we missed you last week, man. We missed our lore, yeah. our lore legend over here. <laughs> so, Crawler, how you been, man? Good. Been beating my Lego addiction and just Star Wars stuff all over the place. Heck it's yeah, bro. Heck yeah. I did get a uh, another Lego as well. We got the um, Bad Batch set for my son's birthday this month. So it was pretty awesome. He put that whole thing together and I was like, that's a lot. That was a lot yeah. of pieces. I got that for my son just because things have been going well in school and he's six and he put it together by himself. Oh, dude, that's legit. My son did it and he was 11. He got a little frustrated sometimes. So <laughs> I get frustrated sometimes with Lego. <laughs> I know, right? Right. Uh, so tonight, guys, we got a few things to talk about. We're going to talk about some new books that are coming out for Star Wars, which is very exciting. We're going to finally go over the Obi-Wan Kenobi rumor. Uh, a video game rumor. We got Nate's lower corner. We also got a little Josh segment here. And no, it's not about Ray's mom. So don't worry. <laughs> and then we're going to talk Star Wars visions. We're going episode by episode. So this one is going to be the one from Tatooine. So it's going to be interesting. So guys, first up is the books. And we have what? How many, like three or four different books that are four books. They're coming out. Which ones? Well, first, let me name them for all the guys that don't know that are listening or watching. You may not know. Uh, you got the Shadow of the Sith, Brotherhood, Stories of Jedi and Sith, Padawan. So, wow. that Just saying those names, I'm kind of excited because they all look like they could be really good. Like, really, really good. Uh, which ones are you guys the most excited for? Well, there's brief descriptions on them a little bit as well. Like uh, Shadow of the Sith, it's Luke and Lando going to investigate Exegol, which would put it time-wise after Return, but I, I don't know how yeah. far... I don't know how how long after Return did Luke go into Exile. I mean, that's so that... It was a while. It's, it was a it, while. Yeah. But, I mean, if Lando knew how to get there... then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> but I mean that, that sounds interesting and then uh, Brotherhood is Anakin and Obi-Wan adventures which they're going to y you looked up this planet right it's from it's from uh, yeah, Force so Unleashed right it's from Force Unleashed 2 it's the planet that Starkiller goes to and fights the big uh, beast when he's trying to get um, oh gosh I'm going blank now what was the other Jedi's name um, when he's trying to free the other Jedi uh, cause he's, it's like basically, oh, yeah, it's been so long. I need to replay those games cause it's been a long time since I played those. I haven't played it in so long. Them. So it's, it's going to drive me nuts. I'm going to have to look it up, but, um, 
But yeah, it's it's like a planet that he went to and he fought the big beast that was there used for the arena battles and things like that. So I was like, oh, dude, we're going to actually get some like maybe some like old school that's not lore turn into lore. So, yeah, well, and just more Anakin and Obi-Wan, because there's a lot that happened in those 10 years that mm-hmm. we didn't we don't yeah. know what they did. All the time. Yeah, we get a, we get a lot with Clone Wars, but there's yeah. still a lot more. Yeah. Uh, these last two, I, I think, is what I'm most excited about. Like uh, so the stories of the Jedi and Sith. I don't, I don't know if you guys read any of the, like the stories from Jabba's Palace or the Tales of the Bounty Hunters. Like those, it was like a collection of short stories. Yeah, uh, I remember those. old yeah. old legends books. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting from Jedi and Sith. Like I, I don't know. Like I hope it's small, bite-sized, individualized mm-hmm. pieces that can maybe spread a bigger kind of story. Yeah. I wonder if it'll be like the first two Witcher books where there's, you know, it's a bunch of short stories, but there is kind of this overarching story that flows through them. Yeah. And then know, the last man. one's about Obi-Wan as a Padawan, which I think mm-hmm. is really interesting. Yeah. Yes. I'm really excited about that one. Cause we, I mean, we, these are going to be canon. So it's going to be interesting to see him because the, I, I don't even know if it's still considered canon. He basically was a Padawan and almost like basically didn't become a Jedi, which is interesting because by the time the end of episode three, he's like the most important Jedi, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like he's guarding Luke. Like that's the most oh. important job there is. So. I, I wonder if this can make, cause the game Obi-Wan from OG Xbox is not Canon. Correct. But I wonder if this, if the book can maybe make some of that maybe Canon. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would be okay if they start pulling in like they're doing with visions, pulling in stuff that's not necessarily canon and pulling it in and seeing how fans react and maybe making it canon, you know? And I wonder if it'll have any connection to the show. Yeah. Yeah, it could. I mean, it certainly could. Just even like loose connections, loose threads, that type of thing. Because that's the way they're doing it. We'll get to it later in Visions, but like I feel like this, this second episode of Visions has the most recognizable like so far and from I haven't watched through a lot of the vision stuff yet but at least what I've seen from the the previews of them all like this this latest episode seems to have the most like recognizable characters that we see so it's interesting to see some of those non-canon things tie in with characters that we know and recognize yeah yeah so I mean, obviously for me as an Obi-Wan fan, I'm the most excited for Padawan. What about you, Josh? I mean, there's no race mom on here. Josh yeah, doesn't no. read, but he'll listen to it on Audible. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, like, finding out more about Obi-Wan, is that sounds cool, but also finding a little, like, learning more about Qui-Gon, I'm assuming is going to be I would assume some, was there. Yeah, some would backstory, so. you know, as well. And so, and like, like Nate was saying, with them tying into each other, I mean, I was just, I, I just got through the aftermath series, like shortly before we started or like while we were doing this show and like the way some of that stuff is tied to Mandalorian, you know, and like, I, I, I love all that. So like just kind of getting that little extra, like 
the the stories are usually fantastic anyway within these books but then when they're tied to the the show and you get a little more you get that little more backstory you get you know you you find out a little more it feels like you're finding out a little insider info you know what i mean and yeah. it's just it's just kind of cool to watch it all tie together yeah yeah i can't wait and speaking what about you Nate which one are you most excited probably the obi one uh book yeah and may, you know maybe the the one depending on how many different stories they do with Anakin and Obi-Wan. That could be interesting. Or uh, and even the Shadow of the Sith. It'll depend on what they do with it and if they're trying to help the sequel series. If there's anything that kind of yeah. makes that a little better. Or maybe bring out some stuff with Darth Bane. I mean yeah. the rule of two or Revan. Revan. I mean they're Plagueis. going to Exicle, you know. I mean, there's the book about Plagueis, but I don't think is that canon. I don't think that's canon. I don't think that's yeah. canon anymore. Yeah, no. yeah. And apparently, I guess um, you know we we may see some. I mean, because Vader knew about Exicle as well, so mm-hmm. maybe Luke finds out about Exicle through some of Darth Vader's artifacts or something, you know. So it's maybe Ray's mom told him about it. <laughs> I was waiting for the first one of those. We finally got it. We finally got it. So or it's like, have you watched the uh, what? Terrifying Tales, the Lego Star Wars, the Halloween yes, one. I yes. saw that pop up. I haven't I haven't watched it yet. It's pretty good. Maybe he found it while they were renovating Vader's old castle. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe. He found oh, it. wow. <laughs> Um, so the Obi-Wan Kenobi rumor, let's just jump into that. So there's a rumor that there is most likely going to be Inquisitors in the Kenobi series. Uh, as one of the characters was reported to saying that his character has a lightsaber. So a lot are speculating that it's the fifth brother Inquisitor uh, that we see. Um, this source is coming from Screen Rant. So what do you guys think? Do you want to see an Inquisitor in the Kenobi series? You want to see more lightsabers? Very yes, please. If if the Kenobi series didn't have lightsabers, I would check out like pretty quick, you know, like let's find out. I feel like these Inquisitors are like, you know, the, the games and the comics and stuff like that. But there's not a lot just like. I mean, if you were to ask your 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 average Star Wars fan that's only seen the movies and watched some of the shows, they'd be like, what's an Inquisitor? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They'd have yeah. no idea. So. Yeah, start bringing start bringing this to the bring it to the masses. Helicopter lightsabers to the to yeah, live action. Let's do it. Let's do it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, and it would make sense with the time period too. If we're seeing, depending on how what they're doing with Vader, if he's working with the Inquisitors, and it yeah. would make sense to almost have one hunting Obi Wan. He gets a whiff of Obi Wan being alive or something. Yeah. Or maybe he finds out about Luke and yeah. somehow, and you know. Obi-Wan has to dispatch him. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to see it. There's the possibility of Vader, like taking one of them out for not liking what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's so much there. Like, yeah, he took them out all the time. (laughs) He's like, he didn't care. He's like, you're a tool. You're useless. Now this (laughs) is trash. You know, you're dead. You're done. Let's go to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can think of is I, I it depends on how they do Obi-Wan, if they're doing when he's older or if they're doing when he's a little bit younger and it's closer to like episode three, because then we have a lot of potential there, like a lot, because you have like Kanan, like, I mean, just that timeline, you have a lot of 
potential other Jedi that you could see that may have survived or, you know, like the Inquisitors and things like that. So for me, it would be exciting to see that error because like, there's no way he just sat on Tatooine that whole time. Right. Like I had to do something. Maybe Cal Kestis, maybe Cal Kestis. That would be cool. That would be freaking awesome. Yeah. Maybe see a live action version of, uh, the scene with Maul. Oh, Oh, I'd be, I'd, I'd be okay with that because that is such a cool. If, like if a nobody build if, into it again, like another yeah. his view of it coming into it. Yeah, and maybe like like just like cut to black, kind of like a soprano thing, like or introduce uh, live action Ezra. That would be a great way to like introduce Ezra into the, into the to bridge it into mm-hmm. the Ahsoka series. Yeah, 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 and. God, dude, there's so many ways they could do it. It would, it would be really cool. Be really in Filoni, cool. we trust. <laughs> it, I know, in, man. In introducing all these characters, I mean, don't leave out Ray's mom. <laughs> Josh. Um, no, actually, for real. We could actually learn about their parents at some point. That'd be all right, you know? Like, cool. Who, yeah. who are they? Yeah. Well, the answer to that is no. Okay. Uh, so it's sitting on the cutting room floor is what that's where that's where that answer is. They're, they're all clones, right? They're Boba Fett clones. <laughs> that's oh. <laughs> so Nate, I never got to play these games, but I know you have. But there's a rumor the developers of Heavy Rain in Detroit Becoming Human is making a Star Wars game. So give me the lowdown. What do you think about that, man? I mean, you I think you'd love Detroit, right? Detroit was fantastic and. The best part about it was the storytelling and just the, the branching story. Like you talk to anybody you talk to who has finished that game will have yeah. played a different game. Like no story is the same, no matter how much like it's it's a decision making game, right? Oh, yeah. Like it's there's some quick time events, so it's not like a heavy gameplay, but it's definitely on the the, the branching story. And I mean, there are some of the main characters can die in the first half a quarter of the game and you just never even see that entire storyline dang um okay so with a star wars game you can have so many possibilities like yeah and little decisions will carry through throughout the game i mean you think the mass effect series does that this does it better than mass effect did in a single game holy crap that's huge praise then like if you go look i know we have a review up on the mulehorn gaming site I have a map of like one scene from the game and it's like all this branching. And if you make this decision, you can go up this way, come back down here and just like the way it interacts without the whole thing. So So the potential is there for a great story. So maybe like a, like a co-tour on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Something, something that would have repercussions like that would have to be, either detached away from the nine, the nine mm-hmm. movies or set and so or set, back, set so far back that anybody that you kill doesn't have yeah. any repercussions. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it, it would be nice almost to have something just completely separate from the star, the, you know, Skywalker stuff. And again, go back to the old Republic, set it in the high Republic even. Mm-hmm. I mean, all Man, you really have. Yeah, I, I think that would be. A, I think that would be a good way to branch in different media than just the book and comics. And mm-hmm. there's there's a 
what a 20 person writing team that met at, at like crazy yeah at, at skywalker ranch when they like storybooked how they were going to progress high republic so pull some of those people in to help write the story and and do something like that that would be cool yeah mule you're like super familiar with like the comics and i'm sure they've introduced characters that we've never really seen too much of like can you think of anybody that you'd be like, yo, it would be great if this was a this was a main character or this would be great if it was, you know, somebody that we got to flesh out more of their story? Yeah, I mean, honestly, anything with any type of clone trooper, I think would be amazing for something like that, especially with kind of what you get to see in the Bad Batch with like, oh, now they now they have like IDs, basically, where anywhere you go, you have your IDs you have to provide or something like that. I think it'd be kind of cool if you're a clone trooper and you have to decide whether you want to join the empire or whether you want to do something more like Rex and Hunter and all the others and kind of try to find a way to remove your chip and get on with life, maybe join the rebellion, you know, kind of something like that would be really cool uh, to go through or even like a fallen Jedi or a Jedi that was almost changed into an inquisitor. Because we know basically that's what Palpatine and Vader did is they, the Jedi, they didn't kill the ones that they captured. They tortured them until they became inquisitors. And then they were just so scared of Vader and Palpatine. They did their bidding to try to survive. And a lot of them were corrupted and fell. You know, a lot of them were just trying to survive, but I think that would be really cool to do something like that. Like any, any type of, like hard choices. So like an inquisitor or a Jedi or something like that, or a fallen Jedi, I think would be really, really cool. Or even Lord Bauman, Lord Bauman was really cool in the 2017 comics. If they could like do something like, uh, with his helmet and maybe have that come into play with like, Oh, you put it on and it starts to control you and your choices and things like that. There, there's just so many characters in the universe that they could pull from comics or from even the established animated series they have, you know. So, really just depends, man. Depends. Just listening to you talk about it, like, I even wonder if there could be a a pretty cool story about random random person that ends up be- becoming a stormtrooper, but finding out how, like, how they got to that point, and, like, I think a lot of times when we think video games, we oftentimes think good versus bad. Let's play as the hero. Let's kind of, but like, this seems like that might be the kind of studio that could be like, yo, let's take this person that was like maybe anti empire and then figure out and, and understand what would make that person change and then want to then join up. And, and uh, I mean, that's what Sabine Sabim did yeah. rebels. She joined because she didn't want her family to die. You know, mm-hmm. like she joined and created a weapon against the Mandalorians, you know? So, you know, th- I mean, there's, there's so many ways they could do it. If it's like a KOTOR type experience where you get all these choices and you have to choose. Like, and it's even, you know, the definitely in um, Detroit. And I want to say heavy rain. You had, you're playing different characters throughout the story too. And they'll kind of, come together, break apart, that type of thing. So there's a lot more they can do with that as well. And it's the choices can affect outcomes of, dif- of the other characters even. And you may not necessarily know that early on. Do you I feel like, 
I feel like almost every time we come to a a Star Wars game, 1313 gets brought up in some Mm -hmm. point. Like 1313 would be something that's just going on on Coruscant that doesn't play into anything that would affect the movies or the shows or anything like that. And that could be multiple criminal empires running in the underground on Coruscant that you could play. Like, I, I feel like that could play into the, especially from what I've seen of Detroit Become Human, like, a lot yeah. into that decision-making kind of stuff of how you survive in the under underground of, of Coruscant or something like that. I know it was third-person action adventure, but if they... It, it was Detroit and, and Heavy Rain. Was that third person? And yeah, then third person. Okay. So, I mean, it could kind of fit into that genre a little bit. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, just want that. I want that those assets to be used somehow because we yes. saw that such that's really cool vertical slice at E3, what, eight years ago or yeah. however long ago it was. Yeah. And with uh, Detroit, you've got basically a cop. You've got somebody running away with a kid. And then you've got your almost revolutionary. So, you know, you could build that. You could easily put that type of thing in to Star Wars. I want Heavy Rain was more of a mystery, like more of a, a murder mystery trying to solve who the uh, origami killer is. So yeah. you've got. Yeah. Even hearing you say that immediately makes me want to find out more about their 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 legend now. But those trailers for uh, the Old Republic game. Right where it's the two brothers and the dad yeah. and the yeah like twins just to have all three of their stories like like the know, CG trailers of that are just so amazing yeah they're phenomenal yeah, yeah it's some of the bet like it yeah it's just it's it's so good so good and it's like what what happened there what is all that like you know that 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 dude was tore up and he he had robotic arms and like yeah there was just. There, that was like some of the best like six minutes of Star Wars content, you know, we've had like, dude, you, you could even make this game VR like it could be a VR game. Like if it's story centric and not a lot of I gameplay. No. no, come on, man. Come on, man. <sighs> I mean, no VR. I, we don't need VR. Like half like half life. Alex gets high praise for being such a great VR game, but it's so inaccessible to so many people you you want you want stuff to be accessible to people true yeah that's true i mean it, it'd just be cool it'd be cool <laughs> so Hopefully it's on xbox though. yeah yeah exactly so we want to turn it over to nate here for nate's lore corner and he's got some cool lore for us so hold on you lord legends we're gonna go over something very interesting so this week we're gonna work go over the revan um revan is honestly one of the more interesting characters in the i guess he's most of his um info is legends but he has been brought back into canon um recently and he was he was a jedi with his um, apprentice best friend alec who later became malik um, and they were fighting and leading the Jedi against the Mandalorians in the Mandalorian Mandalore Wars back in, you know, the Old Republic 4,000 years before um, the main movies. And he, the two of them butted heads with the Jedi Council at the time a lot. And eventually they turned to the dark side and led the Jedi Civil War um, by creating the Sith Empire, finding the Star Forge and just wreaking havoc on the Jedi. Um, Malak 
betrayed Revan, who was then captured by the Jedi Council, specifically Bastila Shan, and had his memory wiped. And now this is some spoilers for a, what, 17-year-old game? But <laughs> At this point, you suck if you haven't played it. No, I'm just joking. Thanks. Um, <laughs> you're welcome, Josh. But that is, you are the player. You are Revan in Knights of the Old Republic. So, <laughs> which is honestly one of the best moments in the game, finding that Sounds out. Sounds like but it would have been. It, it would have <laughs> been. <laughs> really does. Sounds like it would have been. Don't worry, you weren't the first one to spoil Yeah, it. I'm, I'm about to say, it's a 17-year-old game. Yeah, it I'm was sure Jay Bartlett. And if he's hearing this because he's a huge Star Wars fan, I'm still <laughs> mad about it. Go ahead. Yeah, Jay. So yeah, his, his mind was wiped, um, and they started to use him as a soldier. Bastila was keeping an eye on him. He eventually starts to get you know Force-sensitive again after they crash land on um, Paris, which gets blown up. So even back 4,000 years ago, they were blown up planets. Um, and, you know, as the, you know, as you play him, you can decide to go light or dark and he eventually finds out who he is. Um, and again, can decide to go light or dark throughout the entire game. I think the canon ending for it is that he did go back to the light side. Um, and he, you know, ended up defeating Malik and going on to try to de- destroy the Sith. He doesn't actually succeed. Um, his, after Knights of the Old Republic, him and Bastia actually get married. And um, he tries to kind of step away for a little while. It doesn't really work. He eventually starts getting his memories back. And um, he keeps HK-47 around, which is awesome. It's the best droid in Star Wars because, you know, his dialogue is just great. Yep. Um, so, and eventually he gets, and I think this might be, I don't know, Yule, you might know better, is in um, the Old Republic game. Do you see more of Revan? Because there's a lot that actually goes on afterwards. Yeah, you see him in Sotor. He, which yeah. I mean, it's not canon, but basically yeah. he splits himself to right. light side and dark side persona. And I so, think yeah. eventually comes back. Yeah, at the end where he's you know the light side and is revered by both Jedi and Sith. Like Darth Bane takes a lot of um, like inspiration from him. So, and even he was supposed to show up in Clone Wars in the Mortis episode, it was supposed to be him and Bane with the sun, but that eventually was cut because Lucas didn't quite agree with the way he was. Um, But in um, episode nine, he's on Exegol and one of the legions that the emperor is using is named after him. So he is canon. I hope we see him again at some point and have his like the canon version of his story shown. I don't know if we will, but that would be maybe that maybe that's what the remake of, of, uh, it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But. Yeah. So Quick that's question. Revan. Yep. Who's the who's the panda? Jedi on uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2's case. It's the Old Republic 2 panda Jedi. Yeah. Who's that? Who's that panda Jedi? That's got the. He looks like a character out of Fortnite, actually. <laughs> what are you talking about? Panda the... Jedi? Looks like a panda bear. What do you want me to? Oh my gosh! <laughs> are you talking about a Sith? Or are you talking about like a a panda? I, I was just curious. If yeah, that's Darth Nihilus. 
There you go. Like, All right. Oh, yeah. the guy with, with the, the mask. mask. Yeah. Like yeah. That's nihilist. Dude, he looks nothing like a freaking panda. He does not panda. look like a panda bear. <laughs> he is like the I, opposite wait, of a panda bear. I've never bear. seen Nate open his eyes that wide before. Like, <laughs> he was like, that is not a panda bear. <laughs> Dude, he freaking destroys planet by sucking the life out of him. A panda I want to hug, you know? <laughs> hey, Sith need hugs. That's why they're yeah. Sith. Okay, oh Help a brother out. Oh, gee. Anyways, sorry, Nate. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that, that was really about it. He's, you know, honestly, one of the more interesting Star Wars characters we have. I hope we see some more canon from him. Yeah. Um, just because knew... he has that duality of the light and the dark. Yeah. I, I knew I was derailing him at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> you waited until I was pretty much. Make a little panda shirt with lightsaber. It'll be like, yo, we've got Kung Fu Panda. Be like we've Kung... got Jedi yeah. Panda. Like, bring it all. Let's let's oh. do it. Again. Let's do it. I'm all about it. Josh is trying to bring bring Jack Black into the Star Wars universe, right? Exactly. Hey. <laughs> exactly. Why not? Why not? Are you guys all ready? Right. I'm ready for this Josh segment. What what are you calling right. it, Josh? What are you calling it? This I gotta is, know. This is Rando Calrissian Star Wars facts. <laughs> right? Nate almost spit water right there. So Rando Calrissian Star Wars facts. Okay. Here we go. The R2D2 we all know and love speaks only in beeps and whistles, a robot language that most of his friends can understand. But, but in the original draft of Star Wars written in 1974, R2D2 spoke in complete sentences. Even more alarming, he was not the lovable goof that, we, that he would later become. He was actually kind of a bully berating his pal C-3PO with insults like your mindless, useless philosopher and you're nothing more than a dim-witted, emotion-brained intellectual. Why were you created is beyond my logic systems. <laughs> so that's what he's saying when he's doing that. Yeah, I think so. So uh, he, you know, he kind of takes, he needs to take that hostility just down a notch. So there you go. There you go. There's a there's a rando Calrissian fact, uh, dude. That's did actually. Kenny, did Kenny Baker talk him out of all of that? <laughs> Could be. Could be. Yeah, that's actually. I'm glad they didn't do that. That would have been weird. That would have like been that. like the clip from Blue Harvest, Family Guy, where uh, RGD2 is Cleveland and he's speaking in complete sentences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It would have been Pinky in the Brains. Three people have been like, what are we going to do today? Oh, two. <laughs> like, the same thing we do every day, brainless. <laughs> Try to take over the Death Star, you know? Like, I don't know, whatever. I mean, we eventually got something like that in K2. Yeah. Yeah. K2 is cool. Yeah. Yeah. We just need someone to call someone a meatbag. Then we'd be good. Yes. Then we'll, then we'll be good with uh, HK47. Yeah. Yeah. Meatbag. Yeah. Uh, chat says the panda Jedi would probably be gray. Just throwing it out there. Maybe more of a koala Jedi. You know, <laughs> I don't know. You guys are going to make me make a MHG shirt that's a gray panda with a lightsaber. I got it. I got it. <laughs> yes. I'll get on that. I'm on board. This is why I'm here. Jeez. <laughs> All right. So the final segment here, Star Wars Visions, episode two was the Tatooine episode where we see a band with big dreams must save one of their own from Jabba the Hutt 
and Boba Fett. So guys, let's just do a little review here. What did you, what'd you think of this episode? Where would you place it kind of in all the other episodes? Because I think we've all seen all of them. Uh, Nate, you haven't yet. You're still going one by one. I'm, I'm going one okay. by one as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what did you guys think then compared to episode one? What, what were y'all's thoughts? Fun fact, while you guys were talking about books, I watched the episode. So I'm ready for this part of the conversation. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're wondering why I was so quiet because I was trying to watch Chibi Bobo. I was like, go, go, Chibi Bobo. Oh my God. This was definitely more lighthearted than the uh, first episode. Uh, (laughs) I can't believe you just just watched it. Um, He had had it fresh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fresh. Like, I kept trying to fight the urge to throw up the horns when they were rocking out so hard. I was like, stop, get down. Stop it! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, I think it's great to see Boba Fett used in the way he was. I think that was that was cool. Uh, yeah. We got more Slave One or Fire Spray or whatever it's called now. Fire Spray. It's the class of ship and the yeah, name yeah. now. It's Slave One. It's Slave One. It's, yeah. Uh, but like. I, I get that these are freestanding and I don't want to dive too deep into the time overlaps of it all, but uh, Boba is pretty full grown, but the lead singer kid is a Jedi. If I'm not mistaken, right? It almost looked like he got lost in the battle of Geonosis at the very beginning and fell into this transport. I think he did. Yeah. Is that what it looked like? It looked like the, the droid foundries. I on think Geonosis. it was during, Order, uh, Order 66, even. Could be. What, they, this looked like Saved by the Bell, the teenage years. Are you kidding me? Like, that's Dude. what this looked like. Like <laughs> It was like, hey, we're all... And, and the, I'm seriously, Chibi Boba? Like, that was my favorite thing ever. He's just, like, all short and fat and, like, let's go. I, I felt like this one was very much... Um, like, the animation style was not my thing. It looked like bobbleheads to me. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I, I was just like, I tried to watch it because it had Boba in it, but I actually fell asleep and I never rewatched it. I fell asleep. 14 about, minutes with the credits. I fell asleep, man. I never <laughs> I know because I, I just watched it <laughs> <laughs> while we were talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it, man. It just wasn't like it was cool. It had Boba in it and the, it, the other bounty hunters, but I was just like. It man. didn't grab me either. Yeah. I didn't fall asleep during it, but I, I watched it. I just it just wasn't very memorable. I did fall asleep during it the very first night of Visions. I watched the first episode and then I fell asleep watching this one. I rewatched it again today because I, I, I have held off. I've been caught up in Squid Game. So that's all I've been watching lately. But <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I did want to watch it. I mean, I it 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 serves as a unique one off. It mm-hmm. I, I think it it showcased this anim- this animator probably had uh, a unique uh, musician friend that he wanted to showcase because they play like two, what two different songs in it, and uh, I mean it's yeah I mean, it was it was interesting, but it it definitely just is a story set in a Star Wars place, and, and, and I think it had it had some unique like like I had mentioned earlier, it had some unique uh, ways to pull in this non canonical one-off 
but it showed the the um the Padres arena on yep. Tatooine. It showed Obi Wan's hut. It showed uh, Jabba and his his whole circle. I mean, we saw the band of merry men. Yeah, we saw. I mean, we saw the the skiffs and the same people that died at the Sarlacc, however many years later, and uh, um, yeah, and then I mean, having Boba was was cool. Yeah, part of the episode felt like an extension of George's vis- second vision for Return of the Jedi, where like he had the full band playing. Oh but my I'm, gosh, I'm, I knew you. I'm trying to be serious here for once. Okay, so like, hear yeah. me out here though. Like, Remake song at the, 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 the intro of John's Palace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Whatever he says with the The dude with the teeth, like, ah! His uvula's like dangling in the back of his mouth, like, And you're just like, cringe. Yeah. Yeah, but that's kind of what this was. It felt like it felt like, oh, this might actually have happened with Jabba. You know what I mean? And you're <laughs> yeah. like, he's kind of a he, weird. He was wa- he was wagging his tail slug. at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. But I mean, watching watching a hut with a piercing play a bass or whatever, like I can get behind that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> He got a he had a flamethrower on his base. Yeah. Was it a nostril piercing or was it a cheek piercing? Like where was that thing know. located exactly? I fell asleep. I don't remember. <laughs> wow, I can't believe you guys didn't watch this. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't watch it like during the podcast, Josh. <laughs> I'm efficient. Uh, yeah. All right. So give give me a rank, one to ten. What would you rank this episode? There's there's fat jokes in the chat. Somebody just said N64 the hut. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. Big boned. I'm gonna go middle yeah. of the road. I'm gonna say five. Yeah, that's a three. That's a three. Well, because I understand George's true vision <laughs> of Return of the Jedi Special Edition. I'm gonna say this goes to is is at least a at least a seven point nine. Oh my gosh. Because You're just being contrary, Josh. That's think, what it is. I think, I think, I think George would. Have, I think George approves. I think he was like, "Yo, yeah." If we had had the tech, they would have been playing those kind of instruments, and we would have had not just that little blue guy doing his little keyboards. We would have had the triple drummer. Yeah, pretty sick too. You know, I, I'm gonna say if it wasn't for Boba, it would be lower. But I'm giving it a four point three. So it just didn't do it for me. None of that. None of it spoke to me. Like the first one was just amazing. Like the animation, the the theme, the way it felt yes. was Sith Poppins. We got yeah. Sith Poppins. Yeah, it was just awesome. So yeah, I I couldn't do it after that. So sorry. All right, guys. Any closing thoughts other than Ray's mom before we end this episode here? Supposed to say now. Well, I mean, if you if you want to talk about you know. Ooh. We didn't mention this. When is when is Disney Plus Day? November. Oh yes, we're gonna get a trailer. We're getting, we're getting a we're getting a boba trailer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember what day it was. I'd have to Google it. But uh, and then also we got the release date for Boba Fett was December 29th. So the first episode will air. So November 12th. Di- Thank you, Josh. 
November 12th. So that's when we're going to get the trailer. I can't freaking wait, dude. I mean, we may be almost like a month, almost a month away. We may be talking like in the next three episodes of, a, of the podcast. Just Boba Fett. I love Boba <laughs> Fett. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, guys, I think that about wraps it up. Thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you visit the website, mealhorngaming.com. Click on the podcast menu for more great podcasts like the Halo Infinite podcast. It's on Thursday nights. Make sure you check that out. If you would like and subscribe for more great episodes here and other great videos you can see, check out the description below. We got lots of great ways that you can help support us here, uh, like our Epic Creator Code and things like that. But guys, remember... The Force will be with you. Always. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you, Master. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with us all.